Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 72 of Another Woodshop Podcast, basically the halfway Yay. house for woodworkers. <laughs> Man. I don't, Man. They don't even talk about woodworking about... on that show. It's trash. No. no, it's just a bunch of teenage girls giggling. <laughs> just, yeah. I can't wait Giggling's to- Giggling's where it's at. I can't wait to get to our first bad reviews segment. It's going to be real fun. Is it before Guys, we do everything else? Or no? Nope. It's going to be uh, at a random point in time that I will not tell you beforehand. It's like I'm a just going to yell out. Yeah, <laughs> random bad Just reviews. Adding adding segments now. <laughs> yeah, now we have segments. Yes, uh, you gotta keep it guys. fresh. Yeah, I mean th- these formats get stale; they get stagnant. Howard Stern didn't do the same thing for forty years and stay on top. He, yeah, he did. Wait, he, he did. did actually. Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, anyway, if you wanted to support the show, you should check out patreon.com forward slash another woodshop podcast that's one way to uh, support the show financially if you didn't want to support support the show financially you could just listen downloads help the show out a lot and what really helps out the show that is free it just costs a little time on your uh on your social media pages there it's just to share the show talk about share it share the show. stories say how fun it is say how mad it is whatever it is you're going to say about yeah. it say it but tag us so we can reshare it even if it's irresponsible to do so Okay, so <laughs> speaking of Patreon, we got a couple new members of the Patreon family over there. Uh, one of them called in today. That's Noel with Kumos Workshop. And uh, way to use Rudy your Dirt. benefits. What? Way to use your benefits. Of yeah, yeah. He gets <laughs> I mean, anyone action. can do it. <laughs> yeah, anyone can do it, but he gets double. Uh... Anyway, I don't know what I was going to yes. say. I had a stroke. So um... <laughs> I have, I have an idea. <laughs> yes. A lot of the cool cool podcasts have names for their their patrons. They, I want to call ours the no like like oh a like group. a club name like, oh like a club name or whatever. I want to call ours the the Met Army. <laughs> the I thought it was Met the Polish Army. <laughs> the Met Army is way better. <laughs> Instead of welcome to the family, I'll say welcome. Welcome to, to the, the Met, Met Army, Army. <laughs> or the Metric Army. The, no, there is no metric. There's no that's metric. Not, that's not a metric thing. Is fake. The metric Reddit's isn't real. real. Metric isn't real. Dan, you do the uh, honors up. of mentioning uh, about this subreddit we're talking. Oh, Dan's just yeah. slamming his lining kugels. <laughs> no, no worries, Dan. We'll just do the podcast. Kiss, let us know when you're ready. <laughs> well, so, we should also mention that Trevor Davies is with us. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So we went right into the the patrons, and I was like, oh wait, that's right. We got a guest. I'm What's here. up, man? Thanks for joining us. You guys, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. You bet, man. Yeah. You're welcome. That's all we have to say. What's the next part? What what do we do now? Now the whole, we should just start over, guys. It's all out of order now. Yeah, nothing makes sense. Dan's about to talk about a subreddit called Metric Isn't Real. Metric Isn't Real. Dan, what's another way that everyone can support the show? They can go to our new subreddit called Metric Isn't Real. (laughs) Join us over there. Fly fly this flag, huh, guys? Oh, yes. (laughs) Is the subreddit real if metric isn't real? The subreddit is very real. 
there go actually join is another our subreddit. subreddit called the metric isn't real subreddit isn't real that's another subreddit <laughs> <laughs> now we got to jump on that before somebody steals it yeah now dan get going yeah. i need to be a mod over that i've never seen uh, anyone create a subreddit that fast dan was like yeah dan <laughs> like two minutes he's kind like, of hey, a reddit on. meme lord <laughs> kind of a reddit right. big deal i really think that since trevor's here I think it'd be a good idea for us to talk about what's on our bench. Uh-huh. What do you guys think? Uh, this is sure. different. Okay. We can do I mean, that. I'm, I'm down I mean, to try we're trying new stuff. I don't yeah, want to try new stuff. format. So and sorry, since guys, Dan is drinking, let's ask him first. Dan, I need, well, I need Dan to sing like Michael McDonough first. So uh, right yeah. now, Dan's going to sing. What's on my bench? Outstanding. That was beautiful. Glorious, gorgeous voice. Well, Sounds since Trevor's here. Time. Gorgeous. <laughs> since Trevor's here joining us. Trevor, why don't you tell us what's on your bench? I'd love to, Michael. And, and Mike, also, actually, sorry, before you sorry. get it to your bench, who the hell are you and why are you here? And who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? <laughs> uh, Whose pants I, are these? Give give everyone a quick lowdown of like... <laughs> Wait, what um, day is it? Why you're cool. <laughs> I think it's Why Thursday. am I cool? I don't think I can actually tell you that. But Two I am houses. Trevor Davies. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, what was the question? What's on my bench? Well, no, mention just like introduce yourself so people know. Okay, I'm Trevor Davies. I'm a wood turner. Uh, as of two years ago, I actually did woodworking for about three years before that. Um, and I make how do you say it, Pete? Square objects round. I think. Yeah. So round them out. Yeah, just nice, just plump, juicy. Brown is a beautiful Thick. color. Blue, and beautiful. You, uh, you cut shape. the same angle a, a thousand brown times and then glue it together. Color. <laughs> the color of round. The color of round. Album title. Show title. That's my. That's my color. <laughs> color <of round>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't see colors. I see shapes. I see humans. Yeah, I see humans. Everyone's the same. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, currently, I am working on quite a few things. I've got uh, two vases in the works right now. Vases. Co- vases. Uh, one is a commission. And one is a trade. So I am trading a a knife maker. He's making me like a professional grade oh. kitchen knife for nice. one of my Ooh. bosses, which I'm so excited about. I really don't care to cook, but when I do, it really annoys me when my tools aren't sharp. As we all know, yeah, sharper yeah. tools make things better. So I'm working on that. I've also got another commission for one of the biggest bowls I've ever turned, a 15 to 16 inch bowl. I'm going to have to do some offboard turning on that. And I've never done that before. Is that so. when you turn on the other side of your lathe? Yeah, so, so I'm actually going to be pivoting my the head of the lathe yep. like 45 degrees to fit the big bowl on it. And yeah, I've never done that before, so I'm a little nervous, but I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Rolling dice here. Tune on my IG stories to find out. I might just be dead Ooh, on my nice floor plug. one of them. So. <laughs> Thanks. So you're I'm on IG. Design. Okay. Well, just like that. <clears throat> Um, and other than that, I'm just beep bop booping along, just having a good time. Bippity boppity booping along. Bippity boppity booping. <laughs> Don't say it too loud. Dan's getting excited. Going. <laughs> Look at Dan crossing his arms. <laughs> no, this is why I'm excited. It's a man. <laughs> it's just, it's just a great thing. So, Dan, what's on your bench, man? I don't have a whole lot on my bench this week. Uh, after the show last week. I didn't do a whole lot, and then we went on vacation, 
And that was kind of a bust. I'll get into that in a second. But we just got back like yesterday, I think. My days are so off. It's so weird. <laughs> I really don't even know what day it is. I think it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Uh, so I haven't worked in my shop the last week. We've been camping or whatever. And uh, I got uh, I got these new things on my face here. Are those glasses? I think they're called glasses. Spectacles? Wow. Spectacles. You call them whatever you want. They make me Are look they sophisticated. Monofocals? And bifocals. <laughs> Why'd Whoa. you have to bring that up? Yeah, they are bifocals. But wow, you can't so you see can the see line. Two distances at the same time? No, well, I think it's you, know. you can see interdimensionally. Whoa. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so I have to wear glasses now. And basically, I'm just trying to be Mike because big black frames. Uh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> Attack. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice of words there, Danny boy. <laughs> BBFs. <laughs> BBFs, dude. I'm pretty sure that's a category on a certain site, but anyways. Reddit slash <laughs> Reddit slash big black frame. <laughs> Please don't look that up. Uh, if it's not a subreddit, it will be before the show's done. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Dan the pod. It'll be good content. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to being serious here. So we went camping. Uh, we were, it was our big yearly trip. We go somewhere sort of far away and, uh, we make Iowa? it our big camping trip. <laughs> it was like, a, like an it hour was like away? all the way across Iowa. We was like a five hour drive. How far drive. away was it? Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. I, into Iowa? Into Iowa. Iowa's a big state. I don't know if you realize this. There's a lot of corn there, baby. <laughs> a lot of what? Corn. <laughs> so what corn. you're saying corn. is you could have stopped 10 minutes into Iowa and Five hours in Iowa and would have looked the same. Yes, but there was a certain <laughs> place we were going. Is it the chicken, a- festival? Festival. chicken <laughs> festival? I really hate you guys. Or is like the into the show notes. The chicken Dan festival went- is in Wayne, Nebraska. Everybody knows this. This is common American knowledge. So okay? it was the Lollapalooza then. No, that's just so you know, I put into the notes that Dan went to the chicken festival slash water park. <laughs> <laughs> There's a water park in Waterloo, Iowa, which is out way over on the other side of Iowa from me, and it's connected with a uh, like a what they call a KOA campground. It's a, just a really nice campground with all the amenities and everything. So we took the kids there. We went camping there, and then we took them to the water park. Uh, they got slides and a uh, motion in the ocean wave pool like a thing. High dive thing too. Nice. Yeah, they got you know everything you can think of at a water park. They got. So we went there, but my wife wasn't feeling like the greatest. And, but you know, I'm like, greatest. But she, she my wife kind of is the greatest. Um, but I'm like, Kayla, it's just, it's, you, you got to poop. You need to be pooping with Pete. Pooping <laughs> with Pete. <laughs> Hashtag her tummy again. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're pumping her full of laxatives and, you know, we had a big poop festival. And turns that's out that's is also in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Pete County. 2021. <laughs> Pete County. So <laughs> going down to Okay, down. so uh, <laughs> UPS. We get back home. Station out of there. What can we Brown get back home? Uh, anyway, <laughs> we get back home from uh, the trip, and Giggling my wife girls. is like, "You know, I I still don't feel great, so I'm gonna go to the clinic." I was like, okay, I'll just stay here with the kids. Keep me updated. She calls me and she's like, uh, they're telling me to go to the emergency room. Like, oh, okay. Keep me updated. And then uh, she calls me like a couple hours later. 
Uh, they're transferring me to the hospital via ambulance. I have a clot in my intestines. I'm like, oh, crap. So, like, like literally crap. Um, so, yeah, that, that's poop. been the last clot, several though. days. Not a blood clot. But can you, can you tell us the <laughs> updated status? Oh, she yeah, she's good. She's good. She's oh, good now. Yeah, because, like, you left it at, like... <laughs> Did I leave story ends happy, people. A few days story now. ends happy. Pete, what about you? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Kayla's got a clot. It's not looking good. Pete, what's on your bench? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's good. She's good now. It, it turned out it was, like, a little complication from the appendicitis surgery. Please. So everything's fine. We're good. Pete. <laughs> Hope you get who a you, refund who, for that first who thing. You, who are you pooping with? Who What's going on with you? <laughs> with everybody. We're all family here. Huh. Anybody who <laughs> tags it. Everybody tags it. Doors open. Um, I have actually been over the last uh, two weeks. Every time I do a random story, I just do a different hashtag that starts with P. Just because you're trying, you're trying to bury the pooping with Pete. But no, I'm, I'm still, I'm fully embracing the pooping with Pete. I think it's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna call out Jevin Cheney right now. I think it was him. He did a story, and both Emma and I were like, "His pants are clearly not down. He just took a picture of tile, trying to make us think it's the bathroom." You're a liar, and I'm calling you out. Anyways, <laughs> how dare you? You can't how mess with you? that. It's yeah, something you lie. I told about, you. Man. I want, I want floor tile. Or I want your face with, like, the picture in your bathroom behind you. Whatever it is. Anyways, this week, it, I'm, I'm with Dan. First of all, I haven't gotten a shop because my shop's non-existent right now. Because uh, my tools aren't here yet. I have started moving tools over, which is great. I am... Uh, first of all, I, it was just Thursday. We just recorded. I don't know why we're here again. It feels like that was two days ago. Again. Again, yep. Um... The epoxy floors are currently on the back burner. I'm I'm kind of bummed out about it, but we're with everything happening. We we've been going nonstop on the house. Everything's finally painted. We're ready to put in the floors, and we got to that point where like we need to start like unpacking things because we like we don't have clothes, we don't have this, whatever. We started needed to like organize the upstairs, and I also needed to start bringing some tools over because I just needed stuff for around the house, and we just have not had time to put in the the new floors in the house. Which is going to happen hopefully this weekend. I keep saying, like, oh, last week, yeah, we'll do it. But then again, everyone else is like, wow, you guys are really moving on that house. Meanwhile, I'm like, we're not going fast enough. The one downside of living. It'll this never be done. Yeah, I know. But at least, like, the floors and, like, the major things being done, I'm and okay with the, the little stuff. On the wall. Yeah, it's so many. It's, we had to repaint everything. So much feces. <laughs> yeah, it was everywhere. The ceiling. How do you get on the ceiling? Um, Big fan of actually, show, pooping with Actually, fun story. So, in the living room, the kids were uh, being homeschooled because of COVID. So, the, the mom was teaching the uh, previous owners, which we met. They're lovely. They're great. And there was Don't a... Read. Th- yeah, there was a chalkboard <laughs> paint wall. The whole, or most of the wall was chalkboard paint. And, you know, when we did a walkthrough, we didn't really notice anything weird about it, whatever. We were doing the walkthrough the first day we were there, and there was like kids footprints all over the wall and we're like okay that's weird like they pick up the kid or whatever demon children and so the whole day we're like thinking like oh that was kind of weird later in the week we find out that our friend was messing with us and was just going around and like doing like prints with his hands nice. so it just looked like those kids prints <laughs> all over up the wall like <laughs> dang it carmine weird italian name i know but um so we got Come that done. Like I moved over a bunch. Yeah, so he's uh, you know, <laughs> Bizon. 
So the the floors aren't getting done, but I'm still I still want to do them. I'm gonna have to do it kind of like do half the shop and have the tools off to the side, and then the other side. It's gonna be a mess, but that's just how I'm gonna have to do it. It is what it is. Uh, this Saturday, I'm really excited because this is the shop move Saturday. So I have a couple of local guys that are gonna help me out with some trailers, some bigger trailers than mine. We're gonna flex on you guys. Um, they keep making fun of my small, tiny trailer. Hey, size doesn't we matter, not, Pete. It's so okay. made fun of your trailer. Hey, I'm sure we're not making fun of your trailer, fine, Pete. Man. We're making fun of what you pull it with. It's not the size of the trailer. <laughs> it's the the way it the pulls. hitch, the motion oh, yeah. of the ocean. Yeah, the hitch of the Mitch. Um, actually, another thing that Carmine <laughs> also says is, uh, it's not because we're caulking a lot of the seams and mm, stuff. Which, by the way, were. if you're ever Go painting. On caulk all the seams around everything he says not the size of the caulk it's the or it's not the size of the caulk it's the size of the bead you lay Mm. think about that yeah uh but yeah that's it we're just working on a house we're trying to get a bunch of projects knocked out i'm excited for the shop move uh because then officially all of our stuff will be here this weekend and um hopefully i can get the floor started because i need to get those done but next week i'm working evenings which means during the day um, I'm going to pull up my coffee. I'm going to make a dump run. Hashtag pooping with Pete. Um, I've never gone to the dump. I don't know how it works. I'm assuming they weigh you before and after like I do when I go to the bathroom. Hashtag pooping with Pete. <laughs> and that's pretty, basically it. I'm really <laughs> plugging it. Oh, Mike, what's on your bench? Uh, well, I've been pooping with Pete. Hey, oh. Uh, <laughs> no. Beca- uh, healthy uh, pooping with Pete because you're eating yeah. well. I'm eating so good, man. It's like a, it's like a clock down there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ever poop a clock? <laughs> you ever poop a clock? You can dodge a wrench. It's uh, a <laughs> uh, so last Friday I delivered this sliding barn door that I made out of the it was inch and a half ultralight MDF. Cut the chevron pattern on there. Got that delivered. Customer loved it. That's good because that's the goal over here at Coffee Custom Builds. Um, and then I had a. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week because I think I had just gotten the order, but I, I had that 60, 60 cutting board order from the TV station and then they ordered 60 more last week. So I had to call. That's 120. See. You're good at math. math. Thank you, Dan. have made you way less dumb. It's Dan, the way math less guy. <laughs> okay, I got to sing. Dan, what's that divided now? by two? <laughs> you can't do it. You can only well, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear what he, I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> He's hey, what's that divided by two? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I can only add no no subtractions. This is Nebraska. What are you gonna do? No, um. So I got those cutting boards knocked out. Um. And then Chad Hibbs over at Hickory Custom Builds. He's a good dude. He actually reached out to me. His sister was getting married. They wanted a sign for the wedding, and then they wanted a bigger sign, and Chad couldn't do it. So he reached out to me. So he uh, hired me for that. So I built him a wedding sign. I think that came out really good. Um. And then another local woodworker here – well, Chad's not local, but a woodworker out here named Raphael from Last Breed Creations. He reached out to me to see if I could cut all the pieces out for this table saw cart he uh, needed, and I got it all done. It actually took a lot longer to cut out than I thought. <clears throat> it took three sheets of plywood, and there was a lot of small pieces. It was uh, – I think it was 78 pieces when all was said and done. So there was a, oh it was gosh. everything, drawer boxes, carcass – stands everything was cut out it was really cool to watch um but anyway i did that for him and then um right now i'm actually feeling kind of caught up on orders right now it's kind of nice i don't feel like i'm super buried i've got i've got this uh 
I've still got that huge table for the Sky Lounge <clears throat> that I'm actually going to be working on this weekend. I have a table that was ordered like two months ago. It's a cedar table. I was actually working on it today. It's for my sales tax guy. So I'm actually trying to knock that out and have that done tomorrow. So I'm going to get that done. It's getting two wine barrels underneath it, <clears throat> which I'm surprised I haven't ever gotten a request for something like that before because we're so close to wine country. Um, but anyway, it's not my style, but it's going to look pretty cool. So I, I had pretty the CNC cool. cut out uh, pockets, two pockets on the bottom side of the table with a, a taper on them so that the wine barrel will sit underneath there and the table will rest on top. So I'm going to, I got the stain on that earlier. I'm going to start spraying that in the morning and do total boat halcyon on there. I feel like that's a project (laughs) you might get like stuck making a lot more of in the future. I think it's going to happen a lot. Yeah. yeah, Which is great because it like, it shows you have range. Yeah. I think, I think that one's going to come up a lot. I'm going to throw it on the site and see what happens. But, um, you have a website. um, I do a coffee custom builds.com. Well, what if I had like an inquiry question? Like well, you could go straight to the website, and on the very top, it says, uh, uh, "What does it say?" I forgot what I put. Hold on, <laughs> we're stalling. <laughs> anyway, it's looking pretty dang good. Mike. There's an inquiry form. <clears throat> well, yeah, there's an inquiry form, but it says, "Oh, it says get a quote right up top on my website." Actually, you can get that going. That thing gets used quite a bit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, look at this guy, like Geico <laughs> over here, get, gets a quote like that. Fifteen percent off. Fifteen. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm working on that. Uh, the big table, the 11 foot table this weekend, that's all me and my uh, cousin, my shop helper are going to work on this weekend. Um, and then I'm trying to start next week, this poker table and this redwood table, but it's just really hard with these tables to do multiple jobs at once because of the size of my shop. It's just killing me. The shop. Can you just make the poker table, the redwood table? Can you do it like simultaneously, like blend them into one? Would that be cool? Yeah, I'll just customers? do one poker live edge redwood walnut table yeah. it's gonna be and then dope. just have your have your customers like share it yeah they'll share custody of the table yeah i'm not there you go. handling the traveling they can figure that out that's their problem yeah let them get let weekdays them go to court. You get weekends but you also get holidays yeah i'll let them fight it out in small claims court like a good <laughs> like a big good business owner no dun, dun, um, dun, dun, so dun. and that goes on to you know i actually am kind of apprehensive even mentioning this um but we put an offer on a house today again. Um, did we do that last week? Yeah, you <laughs> can't did. remember. Oh yeah, we lost the house last week. Yeah, you so we got uh, we, we put an offer on a house the week last week, and because we, we found a better one. Anymore. Screw that. I actually, <clears throat> this one doesn't have as good of a shop. Uh, it does have a shop that's bigger than my shop. Uh, but we put the offer on it today. It's got five acres. Um, the Dang. house is a little bigger than the one we were looking at, uh, which is good. Um, it's a big open floor plan, one story, which is what we want. We just want one story. It's But the five acres is sick. Like it's really all flat. Uh, it's got a, a private road going to the house. The whole property is fenced. There's a, a gate to come into the house. If you go through, down the driveway to the house, you can go down below on the bottom side of the property. There's a Christmas tree farm on the property. Legit. What? Um, side hustle. <laughs> You're yeah. dyeing your beard white, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hose. Oh, um, you better so, get off that diet so you can stay in yeah, character. I better, I better start slamming cheeseburgers by December. I gotta get fat. No, so um, thick. We're, we're thick. Yeah. Seven, seven, three C's. Yeah. No, Mike's so gonna be gonna... the California soy based Santa. Soy based. Soy based. Soy based. Oh my god. Uh, so we're we're probably not gonna 
keep the Christmas. Well, we haven't even got the house, but if we were to get the house, we're probably not going to keep the, get the Christmas tree farm going just because this guy's planning his Christmas. He didn't even get the house yet. Yeah, what about know, the right? children though, Mike? <laughs> I know. I don't know. We got to figure stuff out. But <laughs> the house is the property's dope. Like, I mean, that the it's five acres. The shop already has the exact same power setup as my current shop. Um, so, and the timeline's great. The people need, anyway, I won't get too much into it, but we're looking at this house. I really hope it uh, works out. Look, I'm, I'm going to say the same thing I did with the last property because yeah. you said it was fenced in goats. Oh, I'd get goats for sure. But Luna would kill Totes them. my goats. <laughs> Luna would just <laughs> <Nice>. massacre them. <laughs> yeah. Luna would just, just kill them instantly, but she's, you know, she's slowing down. So but I, like playing I with them, not intentionally. Them. Yeah. Like they would be playing with them until they die. I don't know, man. So with that being freaky. Said, Oh, tell me more about this Idaho thing. <laughs> not, not that kind of freaky. As in, like, if you looked into their eyes, they're like they're satanic the freaky, dude. Yeah, they're freaky, man. I don't trust. Have you seen their eyes, man? It's crazy, yeah, man. Bro. Don't do crack well, and play with goats. Don't do crack. <laughs> I think we so should I've move heard. right in, right into our next segment that we call bad reviews. Yes. I like it. <laughs> I'm hopefully I can find some horrible audio clip to add into that. <laughs> that Please read mine first. Some silence. movie or something. <laughs> some sort of awkward silence right there. I really need something. Um, anyway, I will figure that out in post. But the mm. bad review. What's in my laugh. review? Oh, oh gosh. What's <laughs> the <laughs> review? review. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we're not in love anymore. <laughs> Okay, we got a bad review. You um, bad reviews. Bad reviews. Here we go. One star out of five from uh, user Bo Socks. Two, four, six, seven X's. FYI. Seven X's. This is serious. X going to give it to you. Uh, one <laughs> out of five. Great pod if you like listening to three 13 year old girls giggling at their own stupid jokes and not talk much about woodworking. This has uh, been only, another rendition of yeah. bad reviews. That's the whole thing. Yeah. The only thing I find it's offensive about one. it is it's 2021. It's the only rendition. <laughs> and they assumed our gender. I think it's kind of rude. Yeah, how do they true. know what we are? I mean, it's, hold on. Luna wants out. Look at it. He assumed Listen, my age, too. We like giggling. Go, go. We enjoy yeah. it. Giggling and, is dope. Uh, you know what? Giggling, what's I have point? a high-pitched voice. I do sound like a girl when I giggle. <laughs> so you know what? Thanks for being spot on and giving us one star. I mean, we got all these hashtags going, but I think we get... Giggle life going right now. Yeah. Hashtag giggle, giggle life. life. Why? That could be a subreddit. <laughs> oh, Hashtag no. giggle man. Really? Giggle, giggle man. <laughs> giggle man. <laughs> I mean, it was funny, but like, I didn't hate it. Hey, Bo Socks, big thanks for uh, helping us get that new segment off the ground. We couldn't have done thanks. that without you. I bet you're, you're, you're still listening, so we still love you. That's yeah, right. we know you're a big listener. He's 72 and he hates his thing. Uh, I'm listening to 72 episodes. We're gonna we're gonna send trash. him the Christmas tree from Mike's Christmas farm. Yeah, I'm gonna send him one of the dead Charlie Brown ones. And I bought one of their shirts. The <laughs> it was super scratchy. <laughs> um, well, this is a disaster, as per well, usual. But you know what the best part is? It doesn't matter if it's a disaster here. because we have questions. And Trevor's yeah, here. I guess also, but that's also, probably why it's you guys are forgetting something. It's super important. Like Poland joined NATO in 1999. Did you guys know that? That's one I was of my. Tell, that's the reason I oh, left. God. I came here in 2000. It's one of my 72 so interesting so facts about, about Poland. Listen, <laughs> there's there's some People. benefits that communism had 
that NATO didn't provide to Poland, and I, I was just fed up with it. So oh, that's right. I forgot you snuck in during Pete, my decade. Pete was, Pete was a hardline anti-NATO Polish person, yeah. and so he left. He's seven years old. To hang join on, one of the nations that are in Poland or in speaking NATO. Of NATO world. Hang on. Speaking of NATO, did we actually call out the two new patrons we have by yeah. name? We did? I don't know. I, I thought I don't I don't know did we no well remember hearing Rudy the name. is I can't remember Rudy's uh, no one Rudy I know we mentioned like one of them is a uh, asked a question or whatever yeah that was in the pre-show it's no one Rudy thank you guys I'm sorry just clicked in my head that we didn't actually call them <laughs> what out. are you talking about we didn't call out the patrons that I actually signed up this week oh yeah I did yeah you didn't did you yeah I sure this did this is a blur dude this whole I said no well from Kumo's workshop and then Rudy Durr I don't remember the names well you got a double I, shout out guys. Get your bang for your buck. It's all hey, good. You've had no too worries. many uh, Polish rock stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what they are. <laughs> Bratwurst or whatever they're called. Der Wurstermeners. What are they? Monster. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, as we call it in Polish, Dunlop. Oh, I was way off. Dunlop. Oh. Dunlop. <laughs> all right. I feel it's The first question is from Adam Barnett. He has questions. Hey boys, Adam here from Barnett Custom Woodworks. So earlier in the week I was talking to Dan and he mentioned posting things on Reddit to get sales. And it got me thinking, where else do you guys advertise? Do you do Craigslist ads? Do you do Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that? Um, You know, hey Mike, how did you get hooked up with that news channel was it word of mouth or through some form of advertising kind of a big deal. marketing that you specifically Watch did it. that's my line i'd like to know you know um right now i just do etsy <laughs> and i do you know just normal social media my page on ig and facebook and then word of mouth is pretty much the only thing i'm advertising wondering if you guys are doing any other stuff and if you're having any good luck with it i'm definitely going to look into the reddit thing but uh, yeah, let me know. I'd like for you guys to share. Share Dan with Barnett. I'm going first because Dan. you mentioned yeah, me. Dan's Dunlap, going first. Go. Hey, Dan, what do you think? Do not <laughs> post to Reddit in the assumption you're going to get sales from it because they will sniff that out and you will go nowhere. I post stuff on Reddit in hopes that the post will take off and I will get sales from it. Which but my have. goal... My goal is not to get sales. My goal is to just get eyes on my work. So, like, he's mentioning um, I did those block person trays that I actually got inspired from him about. Inspired? What a loose (laughs) phrase. (laughs) They're different. (coughs) They're different. (coughs) Anyway. Heavily inspired. I posted those block person trays in the R Lego subreddit. If you don't know anything about Reddit, all the subreddits start with r slash. So in the Lego Thank subreddit, you. and it did well. And I ended up making like eight cells from that as a Holy byproduct God. of posting it there. Wait, how many people bought one? How many people bought one? Didn't one person buy eight or something? One person <laughs> bought seven. Oh, seven. Okay. <laughs> one I person bought seven. seven. sales. Still seven sales. Eight sales. One person bought seven. One person bought one. Yeah, eight so. sales. But anyways, I remember yes. you telling like, yeah, I got eight sales. What I'm saying one, is, one, one person. <laughs> you're not posting to Reddit to to get sales. It's just like a nice byproduct of of a post doing well on Reddit. It's nice to get eyeballs um, on your stuff. Maybe. Yes. Redditors have a post really good everywhere. way of like sniffing that out. 
they will yeah. downvote you and your 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 post will get no traction, no eyes. So you got to be careful. Yep. As far as where else do I post? I keep it mostly to Instagram and Facebook these days. And and I'm just putting stuff on TikTok that I make for Instagram. So everything that I get on TikTok is just uh recycled Instagram content. And that's been doing well. So I've been getting business from TikTok a little bit here and there. You you got to make sure that your your link to your store or somewhere that can be seen is put in your profile. So like on Instagram, put your Etsy link there or on TikTok, put your Etsy link there or whatever. Uh, I don't, I don't run any, uh, I don't run any like, uh, targeted ads or anything like that. So I don't, I don't get many sales from that because I don't do it. Pete, do you ever run targeted ads or what are you doing that, uh, might be special? Well, I'm glad you asked, Dan. <laughs> I, I do run ads on Etsy, just on Etsy. Uh, oh, I've so never Etsy even thought had, of that. <laughs> yeah. So Etsy has ads. I think Dan, you did ads for a little bit, right? I I did it for like a week and then yeah. I was like, I didn't see anything. So I think it honestly was for you was the, um, there wasn't enough stuff in the store to be like, yeah. Tossed around on the internet. But like, I, yeah, I do that. Uh, what else? I mean, aside from Instagram and Facebook and maybe like YouTube, uh, I do Twitter just cause it's, I started a Twitter just to have it. So it's there. I, I don't really use it except to get like news and stuff. Um, but I just post to there because it's built into Instagram and it's just a one-click share. Um, I do try to do TikTok as well, but I'm just really bad about like cross-posting it. Plus, Instagram does this really cool thing where you'll make a video, you'll make a post, you pull the music that they offer you, and then you can't <laughs> export it anywhere else because the music's licensed. So it's like it's an extra couple of steps. But um, I remember Dan a while back sent us a post about how to turn one piece of content into seven. And it was like, these people were posting to everything, like down to like Pinterest. I know people that post to Pinterest and they get sales from that. I'd actually very much like to get into yeah. Pinterest as well. And get on, because essentially if you have 10 eyeballs on Twitter and you get one sale, that's better than having 20,000 or 50,000 followers on Instagram and getting one sale. Brad over at Fix This Build That was he swears really really heavily mm-hmm. into pinterest yeah yeah mm-hmm. and and he gets a lot of he for him it's not so much about sales of items but it's like plans yeah he makes yeah. a lot of money off of plan well, not, well it boils down to more eyes money. on your work a lot of more money. eyes on your work yeah the more eyes you can get on there like dan is very good at like striking a chord or a hitting a nerve with people so, <laughs> you know and but that's it that's why, like, anytime I get like a fa- like a BS post or like, hey, I made ten thousand dollars investing, and I'm like, thanks for wasting everyone's time, and thanks for the fake engagement, a hole. Um, and then you know, it looks like engagement to Instagram, so whatever. <laughs> um, that's I mean, that's basically it. I try to post to whatever I can, but I don't do it enough. And I think any platform you can be on that's relevant is uh, is worth it. Even something as simple like some people do blogs, and honestly, your blogs do come up and post if you're relevant enough and if you're good enough uh with them so um what about you trevor um i just send all my posts to my mom <laughs> and she, and she just no she just buys everything <laughs> <laughs> no um, bowl, please. i think i figured like, out why you can't afford a bandsaw yeah that might be <laughs> <laughs> family discount <laughs> 
Um, no, I do mostly Instagram as well. Mostly because I don't make like, I'm not making a ton of pieces, you know, my pieces tend to take a while to make. So everything I make usually gets snagged up even before I post it on Etsy by followers. Um, Weird flex. That's a solid flex. It's a solid flex. I got a solid <laughs> following. My, my, my posse is pretty loyal to me. I love them. Anyways. Don't, um, don't talk about the size of your posse. <laughs> It's huge. Really nice posse. Anyways, um, no, but uh, I think that the more you flood the market with your stuff, the better chances you have. So if you're questioning to post stuff on TikTok or run ads on Etsy or do any of the stuff, just do it. It's not going to hurt you. It's just, I mean, why not? You have no nothing to lose, right? All you have is to gain is to sell stuff. So throw Instagram a wide Facebook net. That's all I do. So, but I'm interested to hear what Mike has to say, because I know Mike is a marketing master. I don't know about that. Um, So, put, if you're making content, it's exactly what everyone said. Put it on every platform you possibly can. I think that Dan was saying that Reddit sniffs out if you're trying to monetize something. They do. Yes, they do. I think most platforms are like that, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're on Instagram trying to sell something... It's not going to do so well. So I think if you're on anything, maybe Facebook, actually, you might do pretty. pretty I I do a lot of business over on Facebook. I think that's where I sell most of the stuff, but that's where I have the least amount of followers. Yeah, I I think Facebook, because they do gear it towards businesses so much. um, I think you're going to get some good. But you should be if you're making content. So you got to look at what your content is like. Generally, I mean, I don't make content to push my products. I make content to grow my content creation business side of my business so i do the stuff that is working for the time or at least i used to when i used to be good at this and uh now i just suck <laughs> at making content so um but but like content is content all you can content the best way to go cr- grow content is to go viral and you can't control that uh but you can do everything you can that can get you into that uh equation of being viral and what that does is if you're really not selling something too hard is you get a ton of eyes on your page, which is what everyone was saying. And all you do, the most aggressive thing you can do in content is put the link to where they can buy your stuff in your bio, like Dan was saying. Don't push it. Um, Now, Instagram does have this, like, option to put a shop together and put it in your posts and stuff. And I do know for a fact that over the holidays, they were really pushing it. And people that were using that feature because Instagram pushes their own products so hard, um their posts were getting boosted a lot when they were putting shop links in their, in their posts. So people were getting that for sure over the holidays. You might want to look into that, but if you have an Etsy store, you can't use it. If you have some sort of store hosted by (laughs) some sort of e-commerce site on your own website, you can link. In fact, mine is linked. Honestly, I spent the last few months setting up an online store and I think I'm just going to trash it. I hate managing it. It's the worst. I think I'm just going to stick to Etsy for all my e-commerce stuff. It's just so much easier than dealing with the website. I spent a good amount of money too, like getting it lined up and set up. And I really hate dealing with it. It's a nightmare. I really just want my website to be a splash page for stuff. And I'm totally fine with playing, paying fees to Etsy because I don't have to deal with sales tax. Mm. Yeah. I don't have to deal with sales tax. I don't have to deal with any of that stuff. It's all handled. It's just an, it's just a, it's for my books. All it is is some sales. It's a sales that I pay income tax on. I don't have to deal with sales tax on it. It's such a pain in the neck. I don't want to deal with that anymore. So I think I'm going to actually nix my e-commerce page. Um, but anyway, 
Adam also asked, how did I get the connection for the the television station for the boards? So I'll go very specific on that. Year and a half ago or so, maybe two years, I was asked, I work with this place I've mentioned before called Urban Wood Rescue. They're uh, a reclaim yard. They, They get urban, it's urban logging. Trees that come down in the city or that are brought down by developments when new houses are going in or when utility companies bring down trees. All these trees go to this yard. It's a nonprofit and they turn them into slabs. I work with them on social media and I just like those people a lot. I work with them a lot. Uh, my buddy is the master bandsaw operator there and um, they a, a television show was going to do a piece on that place and they asked me to be the host to walk the show through their yard and it ended up being, I ended up being on that TV show. Well, they ended up <clears> chopping <throat> my part out. And it ended up being like 25 <laughs> seconds or something like that. It was some something. But the the producer lady really liked me a lot. And we've stayed in touch over the last year and a half or so. And uh, she actually is now the executive producer for the news station. Uh, their actual like news segment. She's the executive producer. And she had them reach out to me. And now I have that relationship. The point I'm making with that is make every possible relationship you can local to you. Whether it's a metal guy, another woodworker, meet every woodworker or anyone that could ever slightly in any way be advent, it could be an advantageous relationship. Make that relationship. It's called networking. Do it all the time. Always be networking with people. Meet new people. I got to meet because of a customer of mine. He was getting some powder coating done. I usually use one shop for all my metal and powder mm-hmm. coating, but he didn't go that route. I got to meet a new powder coating guy. And I got to meet a new metal guy. Both of those guys have now gotten me customers. I have a barber. Me and him talk all the time. My barber has gotten me probably 20 jobs. I mean, it's just meet these people, get to know these people and make conversations and talk about what you do. Because especially when you do some oddball things like woodworking or, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever it is you're making, there's not real traditional places to find those things. And people want to spend money on smaller businesses these days, it seems like. So if you can get, the hardest thing is getting out there that you do this. So spend as much of your time talking about what you do as you can without sounding like, you know, all you want to do is talk about yourself. Right. Try to work it into the conversation. Naturally. <laughs> That's true word of mouth. And you have to be your own yeah. hype man, but you can't yeah, be you too have to. pushy about it. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, what do you want? To, you want to buy a table? <laughs> I mean, you just got to be I like, tables. Show the passion. Show the passion for what yeah. you love doing. Talk about that. And then people can relate to that. Not only that, people want to see a success story. So if they've like, man, and it's weird because every time I, I have a customer reach out who um, I haven't spoken to a whole lot, but we have talked about or we have talked about woodworking past. They're like, oh, I need this table. I couldn't think of who to go to. And then I remembered you do that. Or I was talking to my barber. My barber's my barber's name's Jason. That's how I had a guy today. I did some laser work for him today. Jason told me that you do this and I couldn't find anyone. I've been looking for people all over Sacramento. There's people in Sacramento who do this too. I just got lucky because my barber told me to go to me. So it's just create relationships. Even if it's not like, you know, you guys aren't going to go vacationing in the Bahamas together. Get, you, you know, know. Make, make that connection. <laughs> like someone might have something, you know, like that's how I met my sales tax guy. I don't deal with my sales tax because I have a guy now. That's what he does for a living. And I'm actually making him one of the tables that I'm making downstairs. So we have a relation, you know what I mean? And then my CPA... It, you get all these relationships and you just really need to network as much as humanly possible. It just helps a ton. So anyway. Sorry yeah, for I also think answer. that like making that kind of friendship in that way. I've got a guy here who does uh, vinyl on cars and trailers mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. 
everybody I, anybody who's starting a new business or anything like that, I send them to him. I'm like, oh, you are? You should check out this guy. You are? You should check out this guy. Word of mouth. And then he will refer people to me. When you refer people to other people, they kind of feel that. Yeah, they're like, oh, Trevor helped me out earlier. I'm going to help him out. You don't need this, but I'm going to tell you to go get it anyways because these people trust me. So I'm going to send them your way. Oddly enough, the name of the television show, Word of Mouth that I was on. That's what his name was, Word of Mouth. So anyway. (laughs) That's legitimately what it was called. Um, Small world. It's a little odd, but okay. Take it is it. weird, especially since it's about diners. This first question, <laughs> this next question is from Josh Wanner. <laughs> no, uh, Josh, Josh, J the D. He has a question On about the big this. IG. Hey guys, it's Josh the dad. Yep, Josh the dad, one of the big IG coming at you with a little bit of of the week. I don't know what we're going to call it. Whoa. But hey, good news. J the D is happy, happy, happy this week because the experiment worked. And uh, I'm somewhat satisfied. But I learned a, a somewhat valuable lesson. Hey I don't guys. know how valuable it is, but maybe somebody else can get some value out of it. So I was beginning to start laying out all the the marks on the top of this workbench. And I found out that one of my favorite measuring tapes is about an eighth of an inch, eh, more closer to a sixteenth of an inch off. And that that kind of messed it up. So I kind of had to start all over. But I just happened to discover this. And so I'm just curious, what do you guys do? One, when you buy a new measuring tape, how do you know it's accurate? And two, what do you do to maintain your accuracy from pro- you know, during a project from the beginning to the end? All right. Have a good weekend. Dan? First of all, if you want to check to see if your tapes are accurate, check them against like a really really good like uh, aluminum ruler uh probably about a foot or two foot ruler that's how you check to see if they're accurate but how to maintain accuracy you use the same tape measure from start to finish on any project if you if you measure may mayonnaise really advice dan mayonnaise mayonnaise five star advice right there anything <laughs> with a tape measure to start off with you use that same tape measure throughout the whole project. That way, if it is off, it's off by the same amount no matter what, and you're still cutting to the size that you measured. What do you think, Michael? Um, I always like to try to avoid tape measures as much as possible. Obviously, it's impossible to not use them. You're going to have to use them whenever you can. So, um, <clears throat> Reference measuring. Yeah, mesh, reference cuts, that's where reference it's at. Where I, mean, can. I mean, really, even if with reference cutting, even if your tape measure is off, it doesn't really matter because you make that first measurement and then you base everything off that same one. And it doesn't matter because now everything matches. It's the same size. So, um, but, you know, there's sometimes projects where you just can't avoid it. So I've actually, I'm not 100% sure I've ever ran into that where the tape measure is out because I use the same tape measure through the whole project. Like Dan was saying, it was really good advice. The thing could be off, but it doesn't matter because it's the same off for the whole project. So the whole thing, essentially what you're accidentally doing is reference cutting. You're just using yep, yep. an improper tape measure, but now you're making reference cuts because it's supposed to be an inch, but it's actually an it inch. It could be eighth. in like hieroglyphs, like uh, metric or something, whatever the made up thing is. I don't know what metric <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> Would it matter? Yeah. Metric isn't is. real. Metric isn't real. Um, Anyway, that's kind of where 
that's my answer to that. I don't know. I don't have much better answer. Trevor, what do you got? Okay. This is going to be really crucial. So listen up. Let me take my shirt off. Yeah, please do. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see. I'm too low. (laughs) All right. Ditto. Oh, very nice. At a baby. At a baby. Pete? Pete? What do you got? I'm I'm taking notes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Repeat that. One more time. In quotes, Pete. Ditto. And now? 2021. What you got, Um, Pete? For me, so I use I have a I have a little reference piece, and I know it's a true nine inches, little, so I always measure off of that, and I, that's I test all of my tape measures, and if the nine inches is accurate, I know they're accurate. Um, I feel like this is a joke of some I, sort. Yeah, I yeah, feel like it is. I'm pretty sure this <laughs> is very uncomfortable right now. Pretty sure this is a joke. But the thing is, so I don't use the same <laughs> tape measure. I use the same type and brand model of tape measure. I have the um, I think it's the 16 inch or the 12 inch. I'm sorry, 16 foot or 12 foot. Uh, Stanley, I use those all over the shop. Are the same exact I make one. Very small furniture. <laughs> 16 inch tape measures all I need. Yeah, that's it. yeah. you know, Barbie doll you tur- furniture. Would you just turn bowls? It's fine. <laughs> I hate you, but you're right. <laughs> I don't own but, a tape measure. Uh, to be honest, I've never actually compared them all too. to see if they're they're different. Um, I do know for a fact that the tape measure thing that's that's stuck down to my table saw is like dead accurate i i use it for you know um when i 3d printed stuff and cnc stuff so i know it's very accurate i actually use that quite a bit i'll walk over to my table saw and just go what size is this okay that's this size whatever hmm, six inches it's, interesting it's right there on six inches yeah nine inches <laughs> um hmm, nine, se- nine inches. centimeters nine centimeters cool um so but yeah i use the same model of of tape measure, uh, measure and measure that does just fine for me. I, I don't, and, and that's the thing, like Mike said, reference cutting is where it's at. When you're actually getting into very detailed stuff, reference cutting is probably the best way to go. Uh, if you're framing stuff out, yeah, man, use a tape measure. It's probably better. Um, but I also find myself, especially for very detailed stuff. I use calipers. I don't actually use a tape measure. So very useful to have. They're like 20 bucks. They're so cheap that when they stop, Petey. they start malfunctioning. Petey. Just toss them. Pete, I bought the Minotoyos. Oh, you did? I got them this week. Damn, flexing. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, that's the Cadillac of cars. That's the <laughs> that's the Michael Jordan of basketball players. Yeah, it's, the uh, <laughs> Tiger the Woods of you, golf. <laughs> Tiger Woods of golf. So it's, it's the Arizona nice podcast. So it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> the meh army of pa- the meh. um yeah. the, it's the awp of meh <laughs> it's the moist tornadoes of tornadoes yeah there you go <laughs> hurricanes uh yeah. this next question's from noel over at kumos he's a new patron which i've mentioned twice <gasps> yeah hello boys noel from kumos workshop long long time listener he's the first troll. time caller so I got a question about planers. I know the Dual 735 is an amazing planer. Know about the Helix um, upgrade with the helical head. But my question is, the planer itself is about $600, give or take. The cutter head is about $450-ish at that point. Would you guys still go for the Dual 735 with the helical head or 
go with something a little bigger for a couple extra hundred bucks, like maybe a floor standing model with a wider planing capacity or something like that. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go first real quick. I can't go more than five days without seeing on – I don't know. I know it's different everywhere, but on Facebook Marketplace, almost every few days, I see a 15-inch Grizzly or Powermatic planer for sale for like 1100 to 1300 bucks. Damn, so, really? Yeah. Oh, like, lucky, dude. I can't time. find one locally. Seriously, I got to live where you live. Jeez. The 15-inch planers are always on there. Always the floor standing models and like nonstop. And uh, so out here, I mean, I would say if you're, it depends on where you're at. Like if you're going to be a hobbyist, 735 mm-hmm. is a super dope like planer. That thing's great. Like that's a great planer. Um, I mean, I have it. Yeah. Dan, I mean, it's it's a good planer. That's just Pete has one, I think. It. It's just loud. Yeah, I do. do. Um, that's the only downside is how loud it is. But um, I mean, you can get a used planer that's going to last you. lifetime for it might be more i mean depending on your region like obviously but i mean you might pay like 14 or 15 or 1600 bucks but a planer that does that kind of work is uh it's really useful (laughs) like it really is a good tool to have in the shop so planers are dope so i would say it depends on one what your comfort comfort level is with like adjusting tools like the 735 is probably pretty dialed i think i rarely had to dial mine when i had one um, but like an older Power Matic or an older Grizzly or one of those older jet machines or whatever, you're probably going to need to spend some time in those. Give them some love. It was, you know, when you're getting them used like that, you need to, it probably doesn't have helical head. You're not going to find it with a helical head for 1300 bucks or whatever. Uh, but I would definitely go that route, even with the straight knives on it. And you can get helical heads for those as well. They are not cheap for those bigger machines. They get pretty expensive. But, you know, I would say, yes, go with the floor standing model. That's my thing. Dan. I disagree. I would say go ahead and go with the 735 because you don't have to buy those things at the same time. If you get a brand new 735, yes, it's $600. But I'll tell you what, those blades on there that come with the machine are actually quite good. I haven't changed out mine yet. I do have the the helical head. That I, I got used from somebody on Instagram, Jake Miller. Thank you very much. Um, but I'm still using the knives that came with the machine, and it's still glass smooth. It's not terrible. So yeah. if money, if you don't like giving out that much money all at once, go with the 735, and then you could break it into two parts. And then maybe in the future, you can sell it, get a little bit of your money back, and go with a bigger floor standing model if you want to upgrade. That's how I see it. I mean, I mean, I I have the machine. It's great. I got the machine on sale on Amazon for four ninety nine. It was a heck of a deal. And then Jake Miller reached out to me and he said, "Hey, I have a a helical head that I just took out of my old one. I'll sell it to you." And I'm like, "Yeah." So <laughs> I got pretty lucky there. But anyways, that's that's the route I go. What do you say, Trev? I think that in a situation like this, you really have to look at size because I know what you guys say, but size does matter in situations like this um coming from like a small one car one car garage shop uh a 15 inch planer a floor standing model like that would take up like half my shop (laughs) so i would have to defer to the dewalt as much as i don't want to and hopefully in the future i probably am gonna end up just shoving one of those in here 
Um, but I think coming from where I'm at, that's something to consider as well. Is you guys need to look at your shop space. You know, if you're a hobbyist, you're probably working in a small space. So don't just think that you need the bigger tool just to be more bougie. You know, look at your space, map it out, see where you're going to put it. Think about what you're going to do with it. Is it really going to make like a big impact in your shop and make your decision from there? That's what I think. So I know that Pete thinks differently though. Um, yeah, I know. I don't, so here's <laughs> the thing. I, I, I just moved into a new shop and uh, one thing I had to mention on my what's on the bench is that next week, Lee Omen from uh, Regal Street is coming up with, uh, with his wife and maybe the kids. I don't know. Or, um, and he's going to help me with all the electrical in a shop. So I'm finally going to have multiple 220s in a shop all over the place. So mm. now I can actually explore the option, also having a bigger shop, of getting a floor standing model before I really couldn't. Currently, my uh, 735 is on a flip top cart, which I love having because it. I have my spindle sander on one side, planer on the other, and I I got my planer for 400 bucks on Facebook Marketplace. It was basically brand new. What's up, Dan? I thought your drum sander was on one side. Drum, well, what did I say? Oh, I, was, I said spindle sander. Sorry. Okay. Drum sander. Wow, that's embarrassing. Yeah. 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 Disc sander. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So yeah, the drum sander is on one side, the planer is on the other, and I got my planer for four hundred bucks. If I spend another four hundred and change to get the uh, the helical head, to me, it's a hundred percent worth it. Even if I sell it at a loss later and sell it for like let's say seven hundred bucks or whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It's still I'm you still got getting seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I got a lot of great use out of it. Like Dan said, the teeth are uh, the the blades that are in there are pretty damn good. They're only what 40 bucks 30 bucks something like that yeah they're something like, like cheap and they're reversible that's the best part you pop them out you rotate them pop them back in and you got another set of teeth so it you know even if you're not going to upgrade to that it's still not a bad planer the biggest thing about it is the noise um so for now for the time being i am right now i'm looking at i just saw nick key upgraded his as well i'm really considering getting it getting that upgrade um and then eventually down the line, yeah, I'd love a 15-inch or 20-inch planer. But I just, I couldn't even entertain that idea because no power or space. So we'll see how this, this shop works out. All right. Yeah. Um, real quick, I just wanted to say, I think that, like, <laughs> to answer the question. Please, I just want to. Oh, I got to toss you. Trevor? Oh, yeah, I have one more thing to say. Thanks, Pete. Um, no help from Mike there, but Pete. Are you still talking? I'm sorry. I am lost now. No, last thing. The question was, is it worth it to upgrade for the extra couple hundred bucks? To me, yes. I 100% say yes. Because I'm looking at uh, a CNC and the difference between like spending 200 bucks to 400 bucks extra. You just spend the extra 400 bucks. You get the bigger table. You get all the bigger stuff. You get the better stuff. And it's something that you're not going to like regret you're never gonna buy ones cry ones having more yeah 100 percent. so i just wanted to throw and this in planer there. this planer holds its value like crazy mm-hmm. like they usually people have ones that are like quick on the yeah, marketplace too it's been in the market for like 10 plus years and people are selling like 10 year old planers and they're still the same value so like think of all the money it's saving you uh as opposed to getting it done somewhere else 
or having it done by hand with a hand plane like a psychopath like (laughs) i know right like it's worth it it's paying for itself so definitely a great investment this next question is from uh nick brim he has never heard doing this one (laughs) nick brim woodworking here how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood all right, that was super dumb. Forty. You're not allowed to listen anymore. Forty-two. Next question. Five meters. <laughs> Seven. Sadness. This next question's from Wes Hutchins. Hey guys, Wes with Revived Woodworks here. Just wanted to ask a quick question about sanders. You guys seem to use a lot of Festool products, except for your sanders. All of you seem to use Merca. And so I was just curious if you've actually done a comparison between the two, if you have a reason that you prefer the Merca over the Fest tool. And then also what suggestions would you have for maybe something that's not quite as high end as those, but would still do a, a good quality job uh, in uh, in sanding. So anyway, uh, appreciate the show, appreciate the answers to the questions and um, have a good one. All right, I'll take this one real quick and pass it around. <clears throat> We're sponsored by Merca is a, is a part of it. Uh, that helps. To be very obvious and transparent. But that's not how it started. Uh, I love being sponsored by Merca. It's the best. <laughs> so we're, the show is sponsor, sponsored by Merca. That did not start that way. Uh, we love our sanders. They're really good sanders. Uh, we also do work with them. So that plays a part in it as well. Uh, I have a lot of Festool tools. I have four Festool sanders. Um, I still pick up my Mercas over the Festools. Now... The main flagship sander is the Daros, and uh, I don't have the Festool competition to that, which I believe is the CTS. Uh, I can't remember the name exactly, but I believe it's the CTS. I have one of the ETSs, which is a finished sander. Um, I don't like that sander, to be very honest. Um, I keep it for when I have someone else in the shop helping me, and it's a three millimeter stroke sander. It's way slower than my three millimeter stroke finished sanders from Merca, um, and the finishes equitable so uh i will say spagnolo put out a really good video comparing Mm -hmm. the two Uh, i will also say i didn't agree with a lot of his points that were he were considering deltas to the mercas um but the one main thing that i did agree with is the price they should be priced the same and i agree with that so i mean i agree that the cts and the darrow should be the same price the festival or the merca is a hundred dollars more than that festival I think that's the only real gripe I have with that thing. Other than that, I think it's very good. Like Mark went into um, like the the how he said they have too many sandpaper options. I was like, that's kind of a weird gripe. I don't really agree with that. I mean, I, I think you just figure out which one you need, and then you get the one you need. I don't know that that's, that's not a problem. That's a feature. Like. There's so yeah, much I mean, candy like, here. I don't know. It's just yeah, so annoying. Yeah, and to me, it was like, and I'm not. And Mark is like no. Talk, I'm not talking down to Mark at all. Mark's amazing. Like yeah. he's just such an incredible member of the this woodworking community and offers so much knowledge. I just don't uh I don't necessarily agree with everything on there, but I do he did have a very, very comprehensive breakdown that was very good. But we are sponsored by them and we work with them. But I still grab my Merco Sanders over my Vestal Sanders. So um that's kind of where I'm at with it. I mean I have uh anyway, doesn't matter. They're they're very good. And then to answer your other question, <clears throat> I don't know. Of another sander outside of the Merca or Festool premium sanders that's going to give you a similar performance, except for 
the closest thing you can get is that gear driven Bosch, which is similar to the Rotex, but that's not really the sander you need for your everyday use. That's a massive stock removal tool like the Rotex. Um, you know, uh, I don't know of any, I don't, I just don't think there are. I I just don't. I, I mean, I've never used the Tritons. I see people using those. I know that those, I've, the people I've seen using those are sponsored. In fact, I've only ever seen people using Tritons that are sponsored by Triton. I've never actually in the, in the outside in the of wild. the real in world. The in, wild. Yeah, in the wild. In the wild, thank yeah. You. In the wild, I've never actually seen anyone use a Triton tool before, ever. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. I just haven't seen it. So, um, I think that means something. I'm trying to be nice, so just stop. Um, but <laughs> I'm not nice. So I, I've never... I've never, um, I've never seen it. You know what I mean? Um, I, um, I don't like Bosch to be very honest. (laughs) I've had multiple bad customer service experiences with them, multiple, and I'm just kind of done with them. So I, I don't know how I had their Bosch, the palm sander, the one that everyone buys. I think everyone had that Bosch palm sander at some point. Um, it's one of the sub $100 palm sanders. Nope. No one in here. Just me. Um, and it was, uh, (laughs) we had them at the woodworking uh, school. They were, it was fine. Yeah, they're fine. It's a fine sub hundred dollar sander. So they I mean, in terms stuff. of sanding, yeah, they sand. They technically sand stuff. So <laughs> I mean, it's just um, you know, it just depends on if you want your sanding experience to be much better, get a better sander. If it's not something you do every day for hours and out of time, who cares? Just use one of the cheap ones. So that's kind of my best answer, Dan. Uh. I want to say ditto to everything Mike said. We are sponsored by Merca, and that that does help. And like Pete said, it didn't start that way. We all bought our Merca Daroses ourselves, and then we built the relationship with Merca. Yeah. I have used Festool Sanders, and I still prefer, and not because we are sponsored by Merca, but I prefer the Merca Daros for a couple reasons. Number one, the ergonomics on it are fantastic it feels yep. great in my hand and the vibrations are minimal compared to any other sander i've ever used like i can use that sander for hours and my hand doesn't feel like jello when i'm done you know when you use a a cheap sander for a long extended period of time y- you could feel your hand vibrating still like like ghost yeah, vibrations you know what i mean yeah yeah i don't I, i've never gotten that from the Merca. <clears throat> never I mean, yes, you're going to feel a little something because it is rotating very fast, but Not the it's same. so minimal. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the dust collection is great. I don't use the Merca extractor. I do use a Festool extractor, but it still works great. The dust, the dustless quote unquote sanding, it's fantastic. I can, I can, true. I can use my sander in my shop with the doors closed in the middle of winter with the heat on. And not fill the shop with dust because the dust extraction is so good. That is key. That is super valuable for me. And then, um, you know, your other question was, what are some cheaper sanders? You, yeah, Mike's right. There's, they're just not in the same league. Yeah, I started in that category. I started with a sub hundred dollar Dewalt sander, I believe. The the difference between those two sanders, the Mercaderos or even a Festool, from the DeWalt sub hundred dollar sander is night and day. Once you use one, you won't want to go back. Everybody that comes to my shop, I make them use the Merca, and I'm like, this is going to change your life. 
and they look at me like all weird and everything. And, and usually within a week or two of them using my Merca in my shop, they have one of their own. Ask Nick. Ask the the guys that work downtown for me. I've I've gotten three or four guys that work in in shops downtown to buy Mercas because they've used mine. So yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal sander. Trevor, do you have any? Well, Dan, I'm glad you asked. Here's what I would do: buy both, and then just figure it out. Because I don't have one. I have an under under hundred dollar sander because I literally sand like never. I sand on my <laughs> lathe, and so it's really easy. And when I do have yeah, to sand, just, when it's spinning, it doesn't you just matter. Paper on there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just this is what I use right here, old oh, fiver nice. here. Oh, so uh, this is about eighty grit, and uh, it costs a lot of money. Um, but I have nothing to say. So uh, it's no Triton, Pete. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with the guys that just the the comfort that you get with that sander is incredible like i i it was my first tool that i ever bought because i i I, uh, i've been using used tools and restoring tools for years that was the first over 500 dollars tool that i purchased brand new in my shop and and i had the you know sub 100 dollars dewalt sander and that was fine uh and i used this thing and i was like oh my god i get it it's just an instant like wow this is totally worth it and it has legitimately paid for itself in hours of time saved Mm -hmm. Uh, i know it's a lot of money but Mm -hmm. and again this is pre us working with it or or working with murka or whatever we just had the sander it was fantastic um the lack of vibration is great my dad helps me out in the shop a bunch uh and he's in love with it like even here in the house we were you know we were doing a bunch of patching and drywall and stuff he was going around sanding with the sander for hours and he wasn't feeling anything and you know he's got he's a little older he's got and that creates a lot of dust yeah no we were we had cleaned carpets everything he was sanding there was no dust on anything with and he was using a merica vacuum which i actually uh dan i actually do really like i, I started oh, using i didn't it i didn't say i didn't like it no, I, just... no, 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 I know because i I used the Festool one for a while too, but I actually hooked it up to the Mercovac and I'm like, this is actually kind of nice. Um, it's got pretty good suction sometimes. I, I don't know if my Festool one is clogged or full, but the Merca one was doing a really good job. You should but probably check it, that. Yeah, it's a really it's a really good sander. Um, the ergonomics and lack of vibration, the fact that it sits on its own, it doesn't have that tilt because those like Rotax and Bosch style sanders, they tend to have a, a heavier butt, I want to call it. So they they don't balance on their own. You yeah, have girl. to actually kind of like pay attention. Yeah, girl, got that thick, thick, thick girl, thick. And you know, so that's why we recommend that. Have I compared it to another one? I for a while was comparing it to the Rotex because I was just like thinking like that's the two that are people are like talking about that were very popular. But there are very different categories. Um, the Merca does remove stock pretty well, and yes, the Rotex can be a pretty good finish sander, but they're not designed for that. You know, so that you do have to do a little bit of testing yourself. As far as, um, you know, a mid-tier one, there isn't one in the market. Like the guy said, the one that always comes to mind that a lot of people mention is the Bosch um, because it's like the mid-tier. I think it's what, 300-ish dollars? 329. So I think it's like yeah. something, yeah. 99. And it's basically the entry-level Rotex. That's the way I would put it. And it, it's going to be, let's put it this way, it's going to be way better. compared to the two. And I think I think people yeah, put them next to neck pretty way, often. 
way better than any of those $100 or sub $100 sanders. Uh, but it's it's no Rotex or it's not a finished you know, sander. It's, it's a, a finished sander. remove a lot of material sander. Exactly. And um and I will kind of just agree with Mike on the customer service. Bosch is probably has a lot of orders and a lot of customer Crap. service claims. And They're speaking of customer trash. service, that's another thing you get with uh, a more expensive tool. You get better customer service. Mark is pretty good. And I think you get that like service. you know, throughout like any tool you buy, anything that's Best more tool? expensive, you're going to get a better Fantastic. customer service experience, probably. Yeah. I know so Merck's customer probably. service is great. It's like, Don't it's expensive, but that. if you sand, you sand every project, dude. Everyone does. We sand all of them. And that one sander is going to save you hours of time and make it more fun. You actually will enjoy sanding a little bit. A little, little bit. Boom. Thanks for the question. 1%. Uh, we like sanding. You can't I say that disagree. on the air, Dave. I know. <laughs> um, Even right, I know that. This was a fantastic episode, if I do say so myself. Is that it? Was was That's it, it though? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it was meh. Meh. Like, meh it meh. was like four meh teenage army. girls giggling. <laughs> I don't feel like I giggled enough. You certainly didn't giggle enough. I'm going to have to... No. I owe these guys a lot of money. It's I, think that means that, I think that just means because you guys weren't funny enough. Well, that check is going to bounce. Ouch. Crap. <laughs> what the heck? All right. That seemed like a really unnecessary attack. Anyway, big thanks to Trevor for oh, Trey, gosh. for T-Money, for T-Dog. T-Dog is what they call me. There you T go. Davies. Where can people find you, man? <laughs> Where can find people find in, you, Trevor? Uh, in my chef. Uh, sorry. Stroke it out again, dude. Oh, not physically. Okay. Um... Pretty much anywhere you guys are, that's where I'm is. What, you you want to give out Under your side. handles? Sorry. Instagram handle, Madeira Design. YouTube, Madeira Design. Uh, MySpace, Madeira Design. Actually, it's actually <laughs> Trevi.Dizzle at MySpace. Trevi Dizzle, yeah. Trevi Dizzle <laughs> at MySpace. Yeah. Trevi Dizzle. T-Dizzle is what they used to call me back in the day. The more Zs, the cooler you are. Again. There's like six of them yeah. in there, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I have yeah. to look back at it. Uh, Etsy? Reminds me of Dan's uh, Etsy? masked Z masked Mexican crime fighter or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why uh, maybe that's why Bo Sox is so angry. <laughs> more More Zs than Xs. Yep. <laughs> uh, Etsy and that's about it. You're I'm not on the TikToks? Prominent. Uh I am, but it's just for pleasure as oh, like for the ladies. Okay. Like, you know. I got you. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't do any like woodworking or anything on there. Um, so you work wood on there. Oh, I work some wood. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh it's not what you let's, think. Let's wrap this up. Just find me on Instagram. Yeah, this and is I'll, really I'll stupid. send you the other. Well, places. thank you for joining us. <laughs> I really, really yeah, appreciate it, guys. Me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh if you wanted to support the show, you can check out patreon.com forward slash another woodshop podcast, or you can just share the show in your stories. Don't do it on your posts. People do that. Don't do that. It's crazy. That's too far. Taking it too far. It's too far. Yeah, I mean it gets uncomfortable. Um mm-hmm. also, if you wanted to leave us a review. Do that. Leave us a five-star review. But if you don't leave us a five-star review, please leave us a funny one-star review. Because now we have a segment we have to keep up every week called <laughs> Bad Reviews. Bad review. <laughs> yes. No. Uh, anyway. Those also, are if they're really good, reviews. funny reviews, we'll, 
we might read those. Yeah, actually, we should do good reviews too. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause there's, there's some so good few. funny reviews in there. <laughs> yeah, there are some funny ones actually. Yeah. I hadn't checked them out in like four months. <laughs> I went through and I saw the bad one. I was like, these are pretty good. And do you guys remember a couple weeks ago I was saying I want you guys to leave like really confusing, vague reviews so people are kind of confused as to why the show is so good. Oh yeah, we never checked up so on like, that. Yeah, like oh, it saved my marriage <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have back pain every night, and then I started listening to AWP. <laughs> I, I still have back pain. Pounds. <laughs> I lost twenty pounds listening to AWP. <laughs> So much vomit. Uh, anyway, big thanks to everyone who listens. We love you guys very much. Thank you for supporting the show and what we're doing over here. You can check us all out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Etsy, MySpace. Pinterest, MySpace, Friendster. Friendster. Pinterest. Check out check out our websites. Check out our Etsy stores and buy some swag. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Trevor, thanks for being on the show. Love you long Thanks, Travis. Bye bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Love you long time. Peace.